If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the count of three, all do the intro together. One, <laughs> two, three. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Welcome. It's us, the bestest. Welcome. Friends, <laughs> no, you should do it. So I think the I do in, it? the inaugural episode should be okay. uh, done by you. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show that we haven't titled yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my friends, Lamorne Morris and hey. Hannah Simone. Hey, hey. Oh wait, I didn't say my own name. I've already. Yeah. Who are up. you though? <laughs> <laughs> that will be the big question of this podcast. Who's, who's that? Person? Who is who's that? Who's that girl? It's me, Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you want to record a little podcast with your friends. That's right, you do. <laughs> but then you don't know what to call that podcast. But you really do. What's it called? Oh, yeah. What's it called? I, I don't know. I, Guys, please, I just please, said please, you don't know what to show, call that podcast. But really, what's it called? <laughs> I don't know though. I'm not sure yet. Don't get I had workshopped in the thing. Welcome to our show. That's what it's called. Welcome to our show. What if we called it Welcome to Our Show? That sounds sure. Welcome to our show. Sure. 
I love you both, but can we please start the show? Welcome to our show. Hello, friends. Welcome to our show, the New Girl Rewatch podcast with Zoe, Hannah, and Lamorne. Okay, so we're going to tell you guys why we're here. Yes. Why are we here? We wanted to tell you about a little episode, a little pilot episode of a show called, what's it called again? New Girl. New Girl. New Girl. And it's a show that we all did together for seven years. Seven seven long seasons. (laughs) (laughs) And we're here to just kick it off and talk about this wonderful experience. That's right. Um, And you're going to get a lot of that uh, this season. You know, we're going to kind of we're going to interview folks. We're going to watch some episodes. I'm currently watching the pilot episode right now. Uh, Damon's clearly stuffed his shorts with something. We're going to talk about all of that. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the kind of stuff you guys can expect from this particular podcast and us just sharing experiences from set in our own personal lives. You know, it's a rewatch podcast. You've yeah. listened to those before. Come and if you now. have it, this is going to be different. You know, this what? is going to be your first and favorite one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I do feel like that is 90% of the DMs I get which are all these questions about specific episodes of things that have happened in the episode, why it happened. Yeah. People remember stuff I don't remember. Yeah. Like, uh, hang on. So this is like the space to address all those things and answer (laughs) all those things um, and share our hopeful, like combined with the three of us, our memories that we can uh, answer those questions. Okay, I want to start with like a preamble. Okay, first of all, I just want to state that Lamorne is not in the pilot episode. Oh, damn it. We did. Okay, I'm going to say because I was the first person involved in the in the show of anybody uh, of any of the actors. And I wanted Lamorne in the show. He came in audition for us early on. I thought he was fantastic. But he took another job right <laughs> right before his test. So I will just say that and 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 Damon actually hadn't been available technically. So anyway, I'm happy that everybody ended up getting to work on the show altogether. But the reason Lamorne wasn't in the pilot was his own choosing. Well, you know, that's a, you know, you're making me seem like a movie villain. No, I, no, no, no. I mean, I just mean we all liked you so much. I just want everybody to know how much we like Lamorne. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. You know, you're likable. You, you know who didn't like me? Who? Uh, either it was someone in casting or business affairs because no one made me an offer. So, oh, I, so that's wow. why I had to take the other show. But the other show tested. was an offer. The other show was an offer. Right. right. But everybody and, tested for the show pretty much, except for me. But that was yeah. only because they, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. So they I'll do a quick, I'll do another quick preamble. Yeah. I, and, I'll, and I'll do another quick preamble on on that. It, it, really, really quick, just because I'm sure folks may, may have heard the story already. But um, I was a very sought out and sought after actor. <laughs> the landscape and TV and film was dying because I wasn't there. And then I That's showed up. That's true. That's true. I'm going to say it's all true. <laughs> uh, no, I, sh- I, I I went to do my audition for, for New Girl, multiple auditions. 
maybe two or three, I think. And then they wanted me to test. They had passed once and then brought me back and said, we want him to test. But another show on CBS. I never passed on you. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Uh, but another show and said, hey, we want to make you an offer. I don't know why, but it was what was said to me in the audition was, hey, we hear you're testing for New Girl tomorrow. I said, I am. They go, can we ask you to tank that audition? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, make me an offer. If someone makes me an offer, I'll take the offer. And so when I went to the test, right before you signed the contract, my phone rang. And my, it was my agent saying, don't sign it. You just got an offer. And so <gasps> they went back to Fox and said, hey, Lamorne's getting this offer. And can you guys match that offer? And they said, no. He's got tests like everybody else. And so I had to walk away. Because if yeah, I were, if I, I let's it. say I didn't I book it. New Girl, then I'd be showless completely. Yeah, no, yeah. We, we wouldn't want that. I, I totally get it. I, I completely understand why. Um, why you. you took the job and everything. Just just saying we liked you before <laughs> the pilot, there was we had made it known. And I know from all the actors' perspective that we all liked you, you know. Thank I can't you. remember whether Hannah was cast yet. I know I'm pretty sure Jake yeah. and Max were cast, and that we were all like, "We like that guy. He's funny." Oh, it's true. Okay, but um, should we talk about like where was everybody in their lives before like we started the whole new girl train? My <laughs> experience. Gosh. I the thing I remember the most about that whole process. <laughs> you were an, like a much music VJ. I was right? a much music VJ like w way before, way back. and yeah. then I hosted a show, uh, which just kind of got me to the states. And then I had done this like YouTube. Remember that was like YouTube Red or Red Plot, mm -hmm. whatever it was called. Mm -hmm. So there was that series, um, and I, I did a series on it, and we were shooting in Chile. Ooh. And I, I remember got you were in Chile, right? Or you had just come back. Yes, and, and so I got a yeah. call when I was there, and they were like, they want you to um, do like a chemistry read with Zoe, and it would be the day that I landed. <laughs> and I remember the scene that we had to shoot in Chile was me barefoot um, running through a desert screaming and crying because somebody stole my baby. <laughs> and they had to like, and it was the craziest thing. So I'm crying, I'm covered in dirt and dust and the whole thing. And they throw me in a van, race me to the airport. I just make the flight. It's like however many hours of flying land, go straight to Fox. I'm like trying to get sand out of my hair. And in the bathroom as I'm trying to change quickly so I don't look like that <laughs> is uh, Christina Milian. <laughs> who is so beautiful, so stunning, effortless, and was so sweet to me. She was like talking to me and like helping me. And she's like, you're going to do great. So he's really sweet. It's going to be wonderful. And I remember just feeling like the most bedraggled version of myself and came in. One more in. time. What's that word again? Bedraggled. Bedraggled. Word of the day, folks, is bedraggled. <laughs> Use it Hear it again. Drink. Send it to us. Um <laughs> And I just remember going in and I sat down and we just kind of had like a little bit of chat while they were setting up the camera before we could do our chemistry test. And I don't remember what it was. It was something about food, I think. But you said something, Zoe, and I said something back and you laughed. And I just remember I was like, oh, this girl and I are going to be friends. Aww. Like it was the most like genuine, like girl bonding, like. You got it. You understood like kind of where I was coming from. And we laughed and it was like this really sweet moment. And then I remember after that chemistry test, 
I got a call from Seth, who was casting, and he said, um, she did really great. They really love her. They're going to bring her in for like the network studio test. Uh, just one note. Uh, could she uh, clean herself up a little bit more? <laughs> could she make herself look a little more presentable? And I was like, yeah, yeah, noted. Got it, got it. <laughs> I remember it. you always looking great. I don't think I ever saw you not look great. I, first of all, it's impossible for uh, you to not look great. You always look great, even when you walk in. You know, no, at four thirty. No, I've seen her. I've seen her. <laughs> I've seen her looking bedraggled. I've seen her. Uh... It's real. It happens. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was I was doing um, commercials at that time. I, I want to say, yeah. Prior to that, I was. Yeah, you a were host like actually well, like yeah. a. You were a VJ I, I, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was a VJ on BET. Um, I used to host a, a few shows over that. there. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> was my first that. gig. So I, so like you were like a famous commercial actor at the time because you had so many commercials on air <laughs> that I remember you came in to to read, and after that, I was like, "Is this guy following me?" Because I see him literally <laughs> nonstop every time i turn on the tv there'd be a commercial with Lamorne. it was always the kind of commercial where you it was like the spotlight on your you had the funny line and it was like spotlight on Lamorne. you know that's it was interesting i um i didn't have theatrical agents or management or anything like that you know i you know, have a acting background but moving to los angeles i i i jumped right into commercials that was the that was my route of, of figuring out how to get into television and film. And I remember uh, not booking for like a good half a year, a year to a year. I couldn't put one single commercial and I had a lot of auditions. And I remember being late to one of them. My car had gotten repoed. So I started taking the bus and the train from North Hollywood to Santa Monica, which is like a three hour commute <laughs> just, just to get there and go, mm, this Snickers tastes great. I mean, I, <laughs> Thank you, Lamar. I'm like, bye. Um, <laughs> but I remember being so late and they had said, hey, it was a Miller Lite commercial. I said, hey, did you, re did you read the sides? I said, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. I'm like sweating. I didn't read a damn thing. And I, get, I got in there and I just started improvising. I just started making stuff up because I figure I haven't booked yet. So <laughs> like, what, what are they going to do? Not book me again? So I just started <laughs> making stuff up because I didn't know the lines. And uh, and then I booked it. I booked it on the spot. And they're like, that guy's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, I had to make sure he's got that everything. personality. <laughs> well, but, but the thing was, I had to make sure I didn't want to get. I didn't want to just be a person that was just in a commercial all the time. I was like, I have to have they have to have dialogue in it and, and it has to be a bit humorous so I could use that to put a reel together so I can get auditions for like TV and film. And then I was at dinner once and I, and I ran into BJ Novak and this is post, this is during new girl. And I don't know BJ Novak, but I'm a fan of BJ Novak, um, writer, producer, actor on the, on the office. And uh, he comes to me and he goes, he goes, dude, I saw your Twix commercial years ago. I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He goes, you genuinely made me laugh in a 30 second commercial. <laughs> and he was like, and I seen you with some commercials and I said, man, that guy's probably going to get on TV or something one day. It's like, it's like, cause if you can make me laugh in a 30 second commercial, you should be able to make somebody laugh in like a TV show. And that oh, yeah. was, and that was really, that was really cool. Uh, cool to hear. So the commercials definitely paid off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. You're, you were like a, a star. Clearly. How did you hear about it, Zoe? When did it first come to you? So I, at that point, had done like 30-something movies, and I started working when I was 
a teenager. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Hollywood, Hollywood. Crazy. Yeah, I know. It was only because I was, I mean, I live in LA and, mm-hmm. um, and my parents would, I, I wanted to be an actor since I was a kid and my parents wouldn't let me be a child actor. They're like, nope, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> and my mom made a deal with me. She's like, you can go and get an agent when you have your driver's license. So I was like, good to go and as soon as i got my driver's license i got an agent and a manager i was like <laughs> i'm gone so i yeah i'd just been working forever and i did movies and at the time like it was like you either were a movie actor or a tv actor it was like there wasn't really any crossover there you might do like a episode of tv but it was kind of like people specialized in one thing or the other and um i hadn't really thought that much about doing tv and at the time, I started watching a few comedies on TV, and I was like, you know what? Like, this is pretty, like, this seems like a pretty fun thing to do. Like, I was watching a lot of, like, 30 Rock and The Office. I was like, maybe I'd like to do something like this. And I almost did an arc on The Office, actually. I was, like, all set to do it. We were just kind of negotiating. And then I got the script for New Girl. And honestly, if I hadn't thought in my mind that I was going to do this arc on The Office, I wouldn't have even been mm. open to reading a TV, like a TV mm. script because I just, I didn't want to lock, you know, tie myself down. And I was kind of um, not, I just hadn't even really thought about doing TV. And um, and I read the script for New Girl. I was just, I was on a plane and I laughed out loud. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? This is actually. You like, on a private plane? Mo- no, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a regular Hollywood, plane. Hollywood. No one. No, stop, stop, stop. Um, I was on a regular plane being a regular person. And I laughed out loud and I thought the writing was so great. And I was like, you know what? If this were a movie, like all, you know, all these people would be trying to do this. And I'm like, it's a TV show. So it's actually a great opportunity because... Um, I can play this character for, you know, hopefully a longer period of time and kind of get into the character deep in a deeper way than if I were, um, you know, just doing it for two hours and that's it. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of where I was. Um, but then once I got involved, I jumped in and I really want to be involved in the casting of the other people because I knew we'd all be together a lot. <laughs> and I, I, I wanted to meet everybody and and read with everybody to see, you know, what our chemistry would be. And so it was it was actually great because I really love that process. There were so many great people that came in, but it was so clear who the people were, I think. Don't you think that's some I don't know that's happened to you, but I feel like I would say. I don't even know, 70 percent of the people that I meet and chat about New Girl that are actors really like great wonderful actors their opening line with me is always like i was almost on new girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like everybody must have come in for this pilot because a lot of people did yeah yeah. i mean it you would know because i mean i just i just came in with myself and left and saw nobody (laughs) but you would i definitely uh, so many great people came in and um i mean there were i think like jake and max were cast pretty pretty early on i i remember Two other people came in, like, were seriously, you know, like, tested for Nick. And then, like, I think one other person tested for Schmidt. 
But the hardest part to cast was that, I mean, for the pilot, was the coach role because they kept changing what they mm. wanted it to be. At first yeah. they were like, a nerdy guy. No, not a nerdy guy. Like, a hot guy. No, not a hot guy. This guy. <laughs> you know? And it really ended up, you know, in the end being the writers kind of adjusting to the actors that we ended up casting and liking. And mm -hmm. as far as Cece, I felt like we, we had, we saw great people, but with you, Hannah, it just was felt like such a natural, like we, it felt like we were friends already. And it felt like you got that like deadpan humor and you weren't playing it dumb, which a lot of people kind of made this choice about Cece that she was dumb. And I feel like that just wasn't the right, you know, choice for our show. And like, you're so intelligent and your intelligence really Hannah, shines you, through. Hannah, you're, you do a lot of like brain work, meaning like you're smart. <laughs> like you, you were doing things prior to New Girl that was based on your <laughs> based intelligence, on your intelligence yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you and Maya, from a different world. Yeah. yeah. You and Maya Bialik are <laughs> like two. I came from a different spot. I do remember that. Um, yeah, it's very, it's oh, people are like, how did you go from working at the UN to New Girl? And I'm like, it's quite linear in my mind. Um, I do remember it was, I did have a moment of like the thin wall audition anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, oh, yeah. because I remember the other person in there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember all these girls who I recognized that were going in to test, to do the studio test before me. I was last. So I had to hear every single person. And it was that scene where, um, um, from the pilot where Cece's in front of the three guys. Mm -hmm. And then the line is like, please don't make me laugh at you. Please put your shirt back on. Yeah. Simple line. But I remember... Every single one of them, it, they were like mad at him, like really affected by, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it was like this very like broad response as opposed to like you were saying, like this deadpan, exhausted response. And I was like, oh, that's not how I've been doing it. And they've all done it. And it, I feel like I was like, well, that's how I would respond. And so that's how I'm going to do it. But I, I thought I'm definitely not booking this role because of all these actors that have worked way more than me are all making the same choice and have gotten to this point, then that must be what they want. And then mm -hmm. I just still decided to do it my way. And I'll never forget, because it stuck with me even after 10 years, and I can't remember what I had for breakfast, y'all. But I remember after I did that studio chemistry read, and I did that scene, and then I did the scene where you and I are in the bedroom together, Zoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where we kind of just like chat about being girlfriends and going through a bad breakup or whatever. Finished it, they turned the camera off, and Kasdan turned back and looked at Catherine Pope, Liz Merriweather, Dave and Brett, and whoever else was in the room and just went, and that's how it's done. <laughs> never forget it. And I was just like, I think they're just being nice. So I don't feel bad when they don't hire me. But I do remember him saying those words and they just stuck with me of like, I made that choice and he really liked it. It had an impact on me. Which if folks out there, if you remember that, that, that scene, I will say this. One of the most inappropriate scenes I've ever seen in television. What, the way wait, Max which? Greenfield, the, the scene where the three guys are sitting on the couch. I mean, teabagging is brought he up in that scene. He was talking about teabagging. I said, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I, I watched the pilot last night and I was like, I don't remember. The character saying he's going to teabag 
I was like, no, no. Also, like the clothes coming off. The oh yeah, it was lo- I mean, all of it sticks out to me. Well, it was really I'm, funny, I'm going to but... tell you guys that there were some people who read for the part of Schmidt. Well, there's one guy who's very famous. Uh, <laughs> came in and re- read for Schmidt. He wasn't exactly right for the part, <laughs> but he Tay Diggs. It was not Tay Diggs. It was not Tay Diggs. <laughs> this guy came in and he read, and he's very funny. Um, and then he was like, excuse me, um, I just, I have to prepare for the next scene, like audition scene. So we're like, okay. And he walks out, <laughs> comes back, his shirt's off, and he had poured a bottle of baby oil mm-hmm. all over himself. I already he know was, who this is. Oh, you know girl. who it is. Yes. And proceeded to do the scene fully covered in baby oil for no reason (laughs) like a lot of people took their shirts off in the audition sure um that that was just what a lot of people did i just want to like pop out a few other funny things that happen is that um somebody else who kind of wanted the part or well i don't know he was he was kind of big at the time and not as i don't i haven't heard where he is now but he was kind of big at the time, and he came in with an entourage. Oh, I know. Um, and uh, wouldn't read. <laughs> and he wouldn't he, read. No, he wouldn't so why'd read. Why did he come? Oh, Which, God. well, he. I mean, I think he was expecting like there were there might be an offer kind of situation. Like I think they thought maybe if you know because he was pretty big at the time that maybe they would give him an offer or something if you know, if we all vibed with him, but it was weird. Cause he was like, he came in and I was like, okay, he's really funny. Like this guy. And he's like, uh, I need to bring my boys in. And then some dudes just came in and just sat in the back and like texted the whole time. But it was like, not a, it was like not a situation where you bring just a bunch of strangers in with you. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but he had an entourage. It was funny to me. Cause I'm mad. I'm a loner, you know. It's <laughs> so interesting to me, like people's approach. Oh yeah, I used to be a part yeah. of that entourage. I used oh to, yeah, <laughs> I used to. Were you there <laughs> texting like somebody? I was texting. <laughs> no, I had since broke away from that from that entourage, but uh, to, yeah. to start my own career. But yeah, yeah, it's I know good who you're you talking broke about. away. Oh yeah, and speaking of breaking away, folks, we are going to take a pause for station identification. Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time, and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame starting May 7th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. Okay, so should we get to the pilot? Yeah, so I watched, I got a chance to, um, it had been a long time since I had watched the pilot in particular. Me too. Partly because I'm not in it. <laughs> Although, but I will say this, I will say this, that the, the pilot episode of New Girl, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on the show, is one of the best episodes of television in like that I've seen. The way it was shot, the humor, the cast chemistry. When I saw it, I got so intimidated because when I was auditioning, they said you have to watch the pilot in order because at the time they were considering replacing the Damon character, meaning they didn't know if they were going to use his character going f- 
because he had to leave essentially mm -hmm. and they didn't know if they were going to do a direct replacement or add a new character so we all had to watch it before he came in it was so good i got so intimidated and freaked out i knew the show would go prior to it i didn't know anything about the show other than zoe was on it and i said well yeah this is going to go to series then and watching it i went holy shit <laughs> it's like, <laughs> i got a lot more work to do and so watching it last night it'd been a while um I was I was genuinely like <laughs> laughing and smiling and going, you know, saying to myself some of the bits that that my character ended ended up doing like season 3, season 4, a lot of that comedic um energy came from the pilot, from what I mm. saw of what you guys did. And I it took two seasons, but I figured out how to blend in. Thank you, Lamorne. That's so Sweet. I love that. I'm hearing that. Um, and you kind of jumped right in and were awesome from the get go. I have to say like you I mean, I think it's hard to jump in like basically what happened with our pilot. And uh, I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but Damon Waynes Jr., who's awesome, who um, plays coach. He was on another show when we shot the pilot um, and we were in second position and they said that his show was likely going to get canceled, but then his show got picked up. So when we were picked up to series, <clears throat> uh, we had to find somebody else to, to step in and be our roommate. And um, they were debating whether to recast the role, you know, and just shoot those parts again or whether to find like a new character to come in. Mm hmm. So they decided to keep the pilot as is and find a, a new actor to play a new character. And guess who we found? Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy Morris. You see what a nice story Zoe was telling? She was about to say something nice about you. <laughs> and then Daddy showed up. Okay. <laughs> I'm no. sorry, Zaddy. Zaddy. Zaddy showed up. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know what a Zaddy is, but everybody keeps saying You're Zaddy. looking at one. Okay. <laughs> is it like a dad with a beard? Cool. Yeah. That's yeah, Lamorne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then Zaddy, yes. Zaddy Morney <laughs> showed up. <laughs> um, and at first they were like, he's going to be this cool basketball player. And then, <laughs> and then by the end, I think by the end of like season one, they started to be like, you know, I think you should wear bird shirts and like puzzles. <laughs> got weird yeah it took a you turn got weird the character took a turn i always say the thing that i like most about uh playing the character of of winston was that it wasn't figured out right away which <laughs> let which was uh it allowed me to be in a sketch comedy while everyone was on a series i was like <laughs> i didn't have to do a lot of character prep it was like i'm just gonna there's a new trait that my character has this episode one he's good at basketball then the next episode he's really bad at basketball <laughs> and then the next one, he randomly gets boners. <laughs> Maybe because of the blue chew. Remember that? The Pogo episodes? Yes. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Do I have small hands while I keep dropping things? <laughs> like, oh, my God. I remember you with that Pogo episode saying to Zoe, I was like, I feel like when this episode comes out, that is going to become like a term and like like the urban dictionary like people are gonna and it's gonna like blow up and they've introduced this thing and it's gonna like knock into the culture and i remember zoe going like no nah, i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> and she was right and i was uh, very wrong really people still i still call it a pogo 
That's just <laughs> you, bro. What do you mean? But, what are you talking about? But that's solely you. <laughs> one person I was right about. Um, um, but yeah, so, watching this watching this episode, um, we I do I'm again how awesome it was, all those things. I think it would have been a very different show if I was in the pilot. Mm-hmm. I had a very different show if I was in the pilot, and I and I think it made. I think everything comes together the way it's supposed to come together. You and Damon have very different energies. Completely so, different. like the stuff that he ended up kind of playing, and the kind of coach stuff, where coach like like can't be soft, that kind of yeah. stuff. That is not. That's you, not you're like. No. Yeah, that's not you. So totally so different. I I definitely think yeah, I I love the way everything panned out and I think it was the right. And it was so nice he was in the pilot because then we got to get, you know, got to have him back mm-hmm. a few seasons later and we got to have both Winston and Coach on the show. Chocolate mm-hmm. magic. So is that the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the screen erupted with the chocolate. chocolate magic season. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you know what's crazy when I watched the pilot last night it's kind of echoing what you're saying, Lamorne, is that the first thought I had when it was done was because I've done several pilots now and seen the development process and the notes process up close and personal. Um, and I was like, how did they survive? <laughs> this pilot is so good and so strong and super funny. So many laugh out loud moments and like takes the, 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 the time and the beats for the emotional stuff. And you really believe it and you care about it, all of that stuff. And I'm like, how? <laughs> I think Jake, I want to give a lot of credit to Jake Kasdan. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. look, Whew. Liz wrote an amazing script, which she kept working on and working on and did such an incredible job writing this hilarious script. But I think in a lot of hands, it could have gotten like overnoted. You know, somebody else might not have fought for the tone yeah. um, to be the tone that it ended up being. And Jake set that that tone because the thing was the jokes were funny on the page. We didn't need to like play at them, you know, as actors as much. It was more about playing like the situational reality and as much as possible. And then, you know, here and there, like kind of doing a broader performance, but generally the aim was always to keep, you know, that thread of reality through, you know, the performances. And I, I, I have to say like, and then Jake also kind of set up a, a fun, loose environment where, you know, there was room for improvisation, but also mm-hmm. we always, you know, we always felt covered, you know, as far as the script was concerned. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to give it up. Yeah. He got Jake nominated. Hasden. He got He's nominated incredible. for an Emmy for that, for the yeah. pilot, oh, for yeah. directing. And he didn't win, and I still think that is just like who terrible. won that year. Let's f- folks out there, if you who know who won, won that year, if you won, if you know who won they got that it Emmy, wrong. Send it in. Send us their home. <laughs> they'll be like they'll be like the I'm best sure of Game of Thrones. I'm sure they're good. I'm sure whoever won was good. But I'm I'm gotta say, I just I think Jake Kasdan's just such a great director, and we mm-hmm. were super super lucky to have him creating that tone for us, and also just like being involved, you know, in every aspect of the show um, from the beginning to the end. So Mm -hmm. the other thing I noticed and I thought was so smart of them to do is that they had hired you Zoe and I counted last night and they got you to sing 
<laughs> six times in 23 minutes. <laughs> I was the like, thing was there, I was like, but she's like not supposed to be a singer. So I was like, but they were like, don't sing well, okay? And I'm like, well, uh, okay. Fine. Later, I got to <laughs> later, later, like, you know, how, like characters kind of end up like morphing a little bit. Like later, I got to, you know, sing a little bit, but it was mm. funny because, uh, because that, yeah, I mean, hey, I just I thought that was music. so smart. I was like, of they were so smart to go, everybody's gonna be like, is she gonna sing? Is she gonna sing? And then they got you to do six. That's impressive in a pilot. Was like, I, was like, I had wow. a lot of friends at the time that would like emphasize things by singing. And I was like, oh, I get this character. <laughs> they'd be like, you know, always going, I'm excited, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay. I, it wasn't actually something I would do, but I had friends that would do that a lot. And so I was like, okay, I, I got that. I, I know. <laughs> Another thing that stuck out to me about this, uh, the pilot was how big this damn loft was. Uh, that's, that's like how what five grand a month I, mean, I think four, five what that's way I more think they were playing it like a year you know or uh, one year ago 10 mm -hmm. years ago whenever it was that we made it like that it was in downtown LA or something yeah. and not as many people lived down there at that time like now remember yeah. how much that street changed like that's in the true. time we were we were that's shooting true. there but but I think they were kind of playing that it was it was a bit more affordable because at the time it was kind of, you know, but now a hundred percent, that's like 10 grand a month that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Apartment is so huge. Off, a, off a, a cop, a teacher. I don't still don't know what Schmidt does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a model, I, a bartender. I didn't pay rent. <laughs> you didn't pay rent. You didn't pay rent. You didn't pay. We should have made you pay, pay rent. rent. You were at our damn spot every day. <laughs> like, I think it was originally supposed to be set in New York. I remember those conversations. It was going to be originally yes, it set was. in New You're York. Right. right? Mm. Yeah, but I think it was better that they they didn't because so many shows are set in New York. And, and I don't do a good New York accent. And Lauren... you think that you would have had to do an accent? Yeah. Hey. All of a sudden to put on accents? I'm from New became York. Became the Sopranos? <laughs> Yo, yeah, Schmidt, nobody moved good, there. Bro. Everyone's from there. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Levitan. Steve Levitan won for Modern Family. I feel oh. like... Well, um, he's oh. great. He's, he's, he's great. awesome. Okay. okay. Um, All right. I do it was a tough choice that year. <laughs> like Liz, Mary, Liz told me that she got some advice, which was basically because she really wanted to shoot it in New York. Because that's where so many of her experiences that inspired parts of this pilot and this show had come from. And I feel like she said that someone had just said, he said in L.A., it's a lot easier for shooting because then you can that's just true. use real locations. Yeah. You're there. What's the story about that guy who uh, this is a podcast and, and, and Zoe really likes you know, true crime podcast. So I think this is appropriate oh, for me to no. talk about the guy who like killed people and then they made ryan gosling made a movie about it with ryan gosling you mean, i think they did the jinx oh uh, yeah 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 the um what's his name durst yeah right? yeah robert durst is that robert it, durst, robert durst. Yeah. so they were making that movie all the good things what's it called yeah, i think it's all, all the good yeah, things all good things all good things yeah with ryan gosling apparently yeah, that's a very good movie with kirsten yeah dunst. it's yeah. awesome yes ryan yeah, gosling kirsten dunst mm -hmm. apparently that guy showed up to the set while they were filming and would just <gasps> watch would just watch while they were filming. Oh my god! Nope. <laughs> yeah, so you know he didn't have a camera with him, but if he had a camera with him, you know that would be cool. How scary is that? <laughs> that was really That's scary. Terrifying. That was before. That was like before the jinx and everything. That was yeah. like 
Oh yep. my god! Oh, my god. I don't like it. I'm just gonna take a little detour as I am want to do and say that that movie scared me. That documentary scared me because I was yeah. like, "Well, you know what scared me? It was like the first few episodes. I was like, he's just kind of weird, but I don't think he did it. Like, <laughs> and then he totally did, he and did. I was like." I can't believe he duped me. You know, I just thought he was weird. You would make yeah. a horrible detective. <laughs> well, also, I've learned since then, Lamorne. and I've changed like, and I've learned. No, he's just crazy with that knife in his hand. I think he's <laughs> just lonely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're going to go to another commercial break. No. <laughs> yeah. Join us all in our commercial excellence. Our pool of <laughs> what what oh, is it no. commercially goodness <laughs> we're gonna eat a commercial sandwich bye <laughs> delicious bean dad the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs if you knew what any of those were you spend too much time online and hey i do too 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame starting May 7th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. Okay, we're going to talk about the pilot now and stop going on tangents. <laughs> Last time on New Girl, episode 101, the pilot. Jess decides to surprise her boyfriend with a striptease that includes a trench coat, sexy lingerie, and the name Tiger Boobs. But when she arrives, he's in bed with another woman. How dare he? Desperate for a way out. She finds a Craigslist ad for a room in a sun-soaked, beigey loft, assuming the apartment would be populated with women, but settles for something different when she finds instead that three guys, Coach, Nick, and Schmidt, live there. 67 watches of Dirty Dancing later, the roomies decide it's time for Jess to get over Spencer by getting under someone else. (laughs) At the bar... Jess meets Peter, and they agree to go on a date. Of course, Schmidt's jerk friend stands her up, so the guys show up instead and serenade Jess with an off-key, mostly mumbled rendition of Time of My Life. Jake Kasdan was nominated for the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Directing for a Comedy Series for this episode. Now, back to the show. Can I tell you one of the specific things in the pilot that made me laugh, truly mm-hmm. laugh, yes. was the... <laughs> when Winston came in and... Oh, never mind. Go ahead. No, that's... No, no, no. Oh, okay. You ain't working yet. Oh, okay. My bad. Was the, um, <laughs> the stripper names. I don't know why oh, it was, struck me as so funny is what's your stripper name? And it's Rebecca, Rebecca. Johnson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know why I thought that joke funny. was so two, funny. Two boobs, Johnson. And then two boobs. Just a, a literal description of the girl now. <laughs> Face. Shoulders. We haven't sexed it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two knees, Johnson. Two knees. Um, it really made, I don't know why. Made Which me is laugh. very descriptive because, you know, sometimes if you, I haven't been to a strip club ever in my life, but I hear that there are specialty strip clubs that if you wanted someone with one kneecap, you could, you know. <laughs> they, <laughs> if so that's you gotta, your thing. You got to be descriptive. You know what I'm saying? Be specific uh, to what you want. I don't know. That really made me laugh. I don't know. There's so many things that were so funny in that pilot. Yeah, but it brings I, you yeah. back. Like, do you remember certain things? Like, cer- like I remember that phone call where you're in the in the taxi and I'm in some random room, 
talking to you. And when I shot it, obviously, you weren't, I don't think you were there. You were getting ready for something else. And so Jake Kasdan was the other side of the phone call, I feel like. <laughs> and so he was the one saying, Two, two boobs. boobs. Two, uh, two boobs, Johnson. Tiger boobs. Mm, I don't know. Um, and I was like, This is one of the most surreal experiences <laughs> of my entire life. I love that. That's hilarious. Um, so I want to just give an MVP Ooh. guest actor. This guy should have his own show, everybody. His mm. name's David Near. Yeah. And he oh is everything that comes out of his mouth makes it's me laugh. Benjamin. He he plays Benjamin. Oh my God. And he <laughs> improvised because he was on several episodes. This actor improvised moments that didn't end up in the show that <laughs> that we quoted for years afterwards, like oh, as yeah. a inside joke. He's so funny and such a good improviser. Someone give David Near a show, please. Oh my He's god, hilarious! I, I when I say I think of him on every production that I do, based off of not like I'm making a show and I want to put him. Not like that, but what I mean is when I'm acting and every every time there's a camera around and we're moving in for coverage or we're going in tighter, <laughs> there was something that he used to do all the time and then we started doing it i mean every, it felt like we did oh. it every day on set we did it and i do it all the time and people look at me like what is wrong with this guy <laughs> that when you're going in tighter that means the camera we wanted to all do it closer. at the same time because we know what you're talking about <laughs> yes, on the count they, of three one two three tighter <laughs> he was in such a high-pitched voice just go tighter it's like <laughs> What? He, okay, every time he came on, when that part where he walks up to Schmidt and he's like, shmitty, shmitty, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said something different every single time, every single take. He'd say, he'd ha he had a new thing to say. Like, he is an endless source oh, of yeah. amazing one-liners. Oh, yeah. I remember he watching the, <laughs> the moment at the bar with him and Damon where he's, He's he's trying to be cool with Damon, and they're talking. And Damon's just looking at him with this with this stone face, and he goes, "Don't talk to me." <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> just that interaction made me say, "Man, they should have like their own that, that two handed oh right there." <laughs> Please, I would watch it. So, I mean, the thing too about David Neer is he came in actually for Coach when they wanted they they originally wanted Coach to be a nerdy guy. Mm -hmm. And David Neer came in and is he w was wearing he has like curly hair and he was wearing his hair kind of like big, like Kramer kind of ish. And he kind of had glasses and he was wearing like a tracksuit kind of thing. But it was like real. He had a very like quirky vibe. And he then they loved him and he didn't end up getting the part of the coach because they kind of changed the part around a bunch of times. But they loved him and they were like, well, let's give him another part. And they had that part of this like schmidt's even douchier friend yeah benjamin and i was like david near like that kind of the kind of nerdy guy like i was like i don't know it's how's he gonna play that and he came in and he was so <laughs> good and i really felt like this guy's a consummate actor and he is yeah. like he i just want to watch he, him david on near show. is he is to me and i've always said this about him he is daniel day lewis <laughs> he, is. <laughs> he is the comedic watch Daniel Day-Lewis Watch out Daniel Day <laughs> um, No he's great 
Um, yeah, no, he's he's hilarious. And and um, anyway, like I he made me laugh a bunch of times out loud in the pilot. Oh, yeah. Along it, with like, I mean, hats off to all the actors I got to work with. Hannah, you know, Max, Damon, Jake. Everybody was awesome. Lamorne, I missed you, but. It's okay. I got to work with you on the next episode, but it's everybody okay. was fantastic. And I had so many fine. giggles, but I was like, oh man, David Neer, like he, he, you know, he wasn't a series regular. So um, I just want to give him a shout out for um great, great job. You know what I didn't rem- remember until I rewatched the pilot was how much you had to cry, Zoe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like really cry. Lot, like really <laughs> cry from beginning to end. And yeah. like the sobbing over the bread rolls. And that's like not really an easy thing to do or to sell when you have to do it multiple times in a 23-minute really... <laughs> period. <laughs> I felt like that, you know, that character's like what's kind of funny about her was like she's like a total mess at the beginning of that show. And that that's kind of what is creating a lot a lot of the drama. And I'm like, you really got to go for mess, you know, like you can't <laughs> you can't like pretend to go for mess or like half go for mess or like, you know, go for comedic mess. You kind of have to go for a real mess and then hope that the situation and the way that it's cut makes it comedic right (laughs) so that was like i was like okay i'm really i'm you know it's comedic but i'm going for like real real time mess yeah i was that's again that scene where you're uh at the end when you get stood up on your date i was like man she is genuinely like i'm sad for her like i I was like oh my goodness (laughs) yeah yeah i also wonder are there things that you guys shot that didn't make it in because i know for me they did a series of photo shoots that we shot for the show. I think that's where I initially was going to take the phone call when you were in the cab. And so they had me, this is not a joke. I have a photo of this dress up. In oh, this, I remember this. Yes. In this crazy dress that had real ostrich? feathers. Yes. I look like-, like this huge. I look like the ostrich. They put on a ginormous afro wig like Mm. huge on me and then they had said everybody has to be quiet on the set and they made there was like i don't know 50 people on the set and they're like nobody make a sound and then this person walked in with a (laughs) vulture that was like i'm talking like huge this huge not a little one not like a cute little falcon this ginormous like prey hunting but are falcons cute yeah <laughs> real real talk <laughs> this tiny little fel- yeah even this it was just this ginormous and i remember falcon they were the like marvel series is cute um anthony Mackie. <laughs> they cute. wanted like they were like you're gonna do this call where i'm supposed to be like animated on this call but they just said don't say a word to everyone else because it will attack you <laughs> and they brought this, and it was the most terrifying moment. And I'm dressed like a bird from the neck down. The whole thing, I was like, "What?" Any happening? images of this? Yes. Anywhere? There's a crap. photo. I, there's a photo of me in that dress. I don't oh, think because the click could have, you know, scared this bird off and made it eat my face or something. I just remember shooting that, and I was like, "This show is crazy." Um, <laughs> Never made the show either, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Risk my life. Oh, I'm looking at this photo. You have an afro on. It's a huge wig. Oh my god! For some fake photo shoot. Hannah, you look black. 
<laughs> look, look, play. Oh my gosh! And, look, and they brought a real vulture. That's crazy. Talk about how. TV how did you find the picture? Is it online? You, I just googled Hannah Simone Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, go Google Hannah Simone Bird. A lot of interesting photos. That was the same shoot, though, Zoe, where they came and told me. We're worried that because you and Zoe have similar hairstyles, i.e. brunettes with bangs and longish mm-hmm. hair, and that could maybe have people confused over the two of you. That So yeah. can you go and <laughs> right now go straight to the hair and makeup trailer and cut it into an extreme short bob? <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't I think, think I remember them coming to me and going, Okay, so um, we asked if Hannah would cut her hair. And I was like, what? Why? And they're like, are you okay if she has bangs? And I was like, of course. And they're like, well, they're worried that, you know, like, I don't know, it was network notes or something. Like, they're worried that they're going to mix you guys up because you both have brown hair and bangs. I was like, what, guys? Come on now. In what world? (laughs) Two friends can have, like, a similar haircut. It doesn't mean that people mix them up. I mean, they're more likely to. If my yeah. best friend cuts bangs, I'll be like, that's yeah. cute. I think I'm, I'm getting bangs too. Yeah. I actually try to recruit my friends to get bangs. I'm like, get bangs. Just be me. <laughs> be my friend. Let's be the same. Let's be twins. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I remember I, that moment too. But that was a conversation I think about beards on the show. My character had a beard in the later years of the show, but prior to it, they didn't want me to have a beard because Jake had a beard or something like that. <laughs> It was like I want There to can only be side. one of anything on yeah. a TV show. Otherwise, everybody at home will be so confused and not know who's who or what's what. Oh, oh my god, I, I, I don't used... know the difference. Uh, she has bangs. She has bangs, and they have oh. brown hair. What? People used to call me Coach all the time. People used to people used to call me Damon. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wait, on you... set? No, in or just out, like... like out and about, oh, like yeah. in general. Like once they realized. They knew of the show. They knew Damon was on the show. Then they knew I was on the show. And then they would just it would they would just blend the two. I don't know why they would do that, but it was always like, "Yo, Damon!" Uh, I'm like, uh, no, no, not, not <laughs> quite. Like, Try again. I'm a little taller and more handsome than Damon. Um, <laughs> I am six three. Damon is five ten. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Let's start this rumor yeah. that Lamorne is six foot three. I'm six foot three. Um, he's six um, foot three, two twenty. Two twenty, ripped up, shredded, <laughs> ripped, shredded. Mm-hmm. Not an ounce of fat. You did do that though. You really did. Like what it was a year ago, like right before the pandemic. Yes. You went and put in some work. Yeah, those photos are out there for your viewing. Pleasure. Yeah, you did a photo shoot. Um, and uh, I had to just get my health in order. But that character would have been bad for New Girl. We only needed one. We needed Max Greenfield to be. <laughs> in shape uh, and doing then, crossfit all the time yeah and then the rest of us guys could be a bit schlubby that was cool with me i think you all looked great thank you very much <laughs> um that bar so the bar the, oh yeah shooting in that bar that initially bar, before the they pilot built was it. that that was the that was the actual bar during that the pilot, was the right? bar that that bar is called the prince and mm-hmm. it's a really cool uh bar actually it, it was a location in the classic film chinatown Mm. Um, mm-hmm. where Faye Dunaway and Jack Nicholson have a scene there. She orders uh, a Tom Collins. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For those who don't, know are you on Collins Wikipedia? Is. 
No, you, I remember oh, I remember watched that from reading movie, the plaque. Oh, yeah. And I was watching it and then I was like, wait, isn't that our bar? And then she yeah. ordered a Tom Collins and I was like, what's that? And I Googled it. <laughs> And then I, I like went out and got there with, and I literally like stopped the movie. I went and made the drink, and it is still to this day one of my favorite drinks. It's delicious. So yes. Tom Collins delicious. Is, is gin, lemon like, juice, sugar, and carbonated water. How do you know? You just like what do you like a cocktail and say? He has Google. I'm a bartender. He's, he's googling. He's the one googling right now. <laughs> he googled yeah. it. I make special drinks. Delicious. It's refreshing. Um, it's good um so that bar yeah so we shot in that bar for the first season um and then and it it, you know it's it it has some years on it it was it was it it's a great place to visit um well it was was hard to shoot well yeah because it's an actual bar and they were they it was open at night and we'd shoot during the day and it would be like you know how a bar smells um Mm-mm-mm. and <laughs> it smelled like a bar Piss and um beer. and and it was <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and okay. it was not it was not you know set up for shooting uh over and over and over again like we were in that set so they rebuilt a replica that was a little more shooting friendly on the fox lot mm-hmm. on stage 19 and it looks exactly the same Pretty yeah, much, it's yeah. uncanny. They did. There such are a some great job. differences. They did such an amazing job, but there were there were some differences that they they changed a few things just to make it more like so that you could shoot it actually better. shoot in it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, it looks absolutely amazing. And now I watched it. I'll watch different movies or TV shows, and, and I'll see that bar, and I'm wondering if it's our old set or if it's the actual. Place. <laughs> oh. I get I get so confused. Yeah. I think it's, it depends on the budget yeah, of the show. Yeah, whether love, they... love that bar, but it definitely smells like yesterday. It smells like, like a bar. It makes you feel alive. Night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes you want a Tom Collins. Yes. it makes you feel like you've been there all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, in this episode, an interesting thing that I uh, I go out a lot, and I go to like I, you know, I used to go out a lot. I would say you go but, out a lot. Where I, you go? I'm, right now, right the local swimming the, pool, <laughs> the local watering hole, the, the malt shop. Oh yeah, yeah. I usually just go to rest stops. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> just go hang out in the arcade I at rest stops. Love a rest stop. stop. <laughs> um, I'm the guy who takes a road trip, gets to the first rest stop, then turns back around after I'm done and goes right back home. Job done. Job done. Uh, you just want some Quiznos, exactly. <laughs> but no, I um I noticed this party, this big party that a lot of the episode was centered around. Schmidt wanted to go to this Wild West party, um, very themed party. Mm-hmm. Um, and prior to that, you had had a conversation. Your character had a conversation with Damon's character about like jeggings and things like that. Oh yeah. And then he goes to the party in. in- Jeggings. jeggings i did that for one of the auditions yeah so there was a whole scene that got cut where or there was a it was like a running gag that somehow was cut out where he he goes he, we have that scene and then he goes and buys jorts which mm-hmm. would be like jean short jeggings jor- short jeggings jorts, or something yeah. and he puts them on and he's like they're actually really comfortable and then he wants to always wear them <laughs> and everyone's making fun of him, but he's like, it's like he's he's kind of in touch with his sensitive 
yeah. more feminine side by wearing these shorts. Um, but then it all, all that got cut and all that was left <laughs> was the fact that he was wearing, wearing that. just wearing <laughs> shorts <laughs> and everyone just thinks that's his fashion choice. <laughs> no backstory. No backstory, no backstory. on that. There, the- that's the, that's uh, just as an aside, that's the thing that as an actor, when you have a bit that's supposed to explain something like costume wise or otherwise. And then that bit that all those bits get cut. Mm-hmm. You feel so crestfallen that that happened to me on a movie. And, um, mm-hmm. and it was very sad oh, yeah. for me. You, you just wanna <laughs> I was write like, it. what? <laughs> you just want to like tweet some behind the scenes stuff. By the way, the stuff that you yeah. guys didn't see. If you're wondering like... about my bad acting choices, it has to do with this. <laughs> what you didn't see was this. What you didn't see was this. <laughs> I didn't direct it. Bye. Out of con- out of context. That's right. We need like a context moment yeah, context. for every episode to be like, can we just explain? What's on the yeah. cutting room floor? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What um, were you saying, Lamorne? I'm no, sorry. No, what I was going to say, what I was going to say was um, that party, that particular massive yes. type of party. I miss those days, man. I miss <gasps> going to parties with a thousand people and uh, and everyone's dressed a certain way. Because I don't, mm-hmm. I, my fashion sense is terrible. Like, I'm not a good. Oh, so you like a theme. I like a theme. I so I have true. direction. I think you have a good fashion sense. Well, it's thanks to like stylists or ex-girlfriends. You like being told what to wear. <laughs> yes. Tell me what easier. exactly. Yes. Hannah yeah. and I will tell you what to wear. We don't. No we're problem. kind of bossy. Thank you. We'll so, tell you. So <laughs> ne- before we record our next episode, send me a text of what I should be wearing for the podcast. <laughs> and I yes. wear it. You I got will it. trust you. So have you guys, have you guys ever been to a themed party? You guys like I love themed a themed parties? party. But I don't like a huge. That party was too big for me. I it's like literally a, my nightmare. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of a party. I'm extroverted, but I'm more like I like a manageable group that can fit in. I like a house party. That's house why I like party. living in L.A. Everyone has house parties. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't want to go to a, a a giant warehouse that's that's packed. <laughs> I like I want, to I, know every like I at like least most know, of the people that I know, I'm going to walk yeah. into like a party I, with. I don't mind not knowing people, but I don't want it to be huge. I, I like going to a dinner. I mean, my favorite's a dinner party because I like food. I don't like I don't like dinner parties. You know why? Cause why? I'm f- because I'm forced to like. What if I cook for you and invite you to my dinner party? Well, like dinner parties with people that I know are yeah. great. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not so formal. It's everyone's just hanging out. Everyone yeah. knows each other. Yeah. Um. I could pee with the toilet seat down if I want to, and it's fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that I, but, a thing? Is that yeah, a yeah, problem yeah, yeah. otherwise? Well, because when I go into public bathrooms, I don't like touching the thing with my hand to get the lid up. So sometimes I got to use my feet. I don't. Why I'm, is your pinky so far up when you're demonstrating <laughs> how you lift the lid? Yeah, He's very it's, fancy. It's, very, it's, it's gross to me. It's gross. So I don't, yeah, it's I don't disgusting. That's feet. why women touch nothing. We are experts of how to go pee in a public restroom <laughs> and touch zero things. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, but, true. you know, but I, 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 if it's a, if it's, if it's like, hey, Lamorne, this group of people who you don't know, or have, they're having a dinner party. Do you want to come? I always have an excuse of why I can't be there. Because I just don't, I don't know why. There's something about. Can I tell you what's clutch in like a dinner party is who you get sat next to. Yeah, That's, that's yes. the thing. If you're sitting next to someone that's a cool or you know, or that's a, then you're going to have a great time. I, I, feel, I don't know. I've been sometimes sat next to someone where I'm like, this is going to be the longest dinner <laughs> of my life. So oh, you just switch seats oh, then, yeah. you know? But then they know you switched. Yeah. 
They're like, that person got I don't eat my chicken here. Because they didn't like me. Is it my breath? (laughs) Is it this mole on my forehead? What is it that they don't like about me? You know what I mean? I usually, I don't know. I I feel like I always have fun at a dinner party. I love a dinner party. Well, I think because you're like a good person to sit next to and you can probably easily conversate with people that are around you. I feel like I do like conversating. Yeah. (laughs) Tired. I feel like if I, for me, like I'm actually quite introverted. That if I sit at a dinner party and I'm next to someone I don't know and the conversation just doesn't naturally, like, easily mm-hmm. flow, oof, it's I think just... we, the three of us might span, we might be the, like, if a psychologist were looking at this show, we might span the spectrum of extroverted to introverted, right? Yes. I think, Lamorne, you're the most extroverted. I'm in the <laughs> middle. And Hannah, you're introverted. For sure. You're but... like... You're like, if you can't, I feel like half your posts on Instagram are like, if you cancel my plans, I'm so happy. That's <laughs> and I'm like, okay, That's no, genuinely no someone taken. who loves me would do that. No, no taken. <laughs> someone who loves me would do that. They would know I'd be like, oh, that's so nice. Thank you. I love you so much. Hannah, Hannah used to come to set um, with the most outrageous stories. And I give you an example of one of these outrageous, just what a wild night looks like for Hannah. Um, Hannah will come into work and be like, guys, let me tell you something. Last night was crazy. Oh, oh shit, Hannah, what did you do? Oof, let me tell you. So me and my husband, (laughs) you want to know what we did? What did you do? We finished about half a bottle of wine and we played Scrabble till about midnight. <laughs> Put the kids to bed. <laughs> then, what? then we went to sleep, got so much rest. <laughs> Jesus. That's an exciting night for Hannah. Well, I would I would say nobody is able to watch more. She would watch TV all night long. That would yeah. be a wild night for you. She'd be like, I watched an entire season of a show. She'd watch an entire season of a show, come in, looking beautiful with one hour of sleep. I turn on one episode of a show and if I'm in bed, I'm asleep. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) if I'm watching a show, it's, it needs to be intentional and you know, like I can't not fall asleep is what I'm saying. It'll take me four nights to get through one episode of a show. (laughs) (laughs) She's on season one of new girl still. I'm like, Oh my God. I watched. (laughs) That's why I like comedies. Cause it's like, I watch, you know, it might take, Two nights because it's like I got through 15 minutes and then I, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a whole thing that comes. It's like I, it's like one part of like a rebellious nature within me where I go like, OK, so we came back from work. It's 10 o'clock at night. I still get to have the day I want to do. So I'll like from scratch <laughs> bake an entire lasagna, sit there. Then I'll watch an entire season of a show and it would be four in the morning and I'd <laughs> sleep for an hour. And then I would go back back to work. But for me, that felt great. Like I needed to like recharge by myself. Felt like I got to do the thing I want to do. Have a crazy night making lasagna and watching a season of a show. I was going to say another uh, Hannah Simone crazy night was finishing a whole thing of hot wings. Yes. And drinking (laughs) beer, right? Not beer. Oh, but I could definitely drink a bottle of wine and have a whole thing. I used to win uh, hot wing competitions. At uh, college, I could eat the hottest wings. Also, Hannah used to come to set and pass out due to exhaustion, <laughs> due to <laughs> clearing a bottle of wine with one hour of sleep. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I remember those blackouts. I would all please. I would say that I had. Have, Hannah's very professional. I'm yes, just gonna yes. say that. I would for have anybody looking to hire Hannah day. Simone. Yes, very professional. <laughs> I remember the first season, Hannah. You had, uh, and maybe we could talk about. We can expand on this later. But I remember a certain like you. We would shoot three weeks on, one week off. Three weeks on, one week off. And I remember yeah. Hannah would always. She'd be coming back from some sort of foreign land. All the time. Yeah. Oh, I went on vacation. I go when? It's like this past <laughs> past week. Yeah, she's like a travel blogger. <laughs> I was in, I was side, in Saudi Arabia. Side hustle. I was in, yeah, I was at that. I was on an island somewhere. I couldn't remember where. We threw <laughs> we threw a dart. We threw a dart at the globe. You know how we are. <laughs> yeah, I would like to run away a lot. That's true. Oh. It was fun. I had a lot of flexibility. Let's just mm. say that on the mm. show. Uh, I just did learn, though, that I, I don't. It's something I learned about myself is I don't need a lot of sleep, which, by the way, if you I'm very jealous parent, of that. It's an incredible skill yeah. that I honed on New Girl to be like, oh, I can shoot this show on two hours of sleep. That's actually like fine for me. I feel great. Oh, I feel geez. alert. I do not. I, yeah. I need sleep. Yeah, I got to have I. I I have insomnia a lot, but um, it's usually like I wake up super early. So then as long as that's why I can't get through a show. So but then I wake up early and I get so much done, you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. Efficiency in the morning. I love getting up at four. What? (laughs) (laughs) Said nobody. I like going to bed at four. See, there's some crossover there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That second to last scene in the pilot episode stuck out to me for an odd reason your character uh zoe is eating bread right? yeah now guys for all, if you're here you go to these fancy restaurants and even some of the not so fancy restaurants they provide you with an appetizer of bread s- crackers snacks if you go to a bar they have a thing full of almonds and cashews and peanuts and stuff and it's unlimited as long as you're there what i used to do and the reason why it stuck out to me is what i used to do and this is even after I started like making a little bit of money working, like getting a job and things like that. I would go to restaurants and I would ask for water, lemon, and sugar. And I would make my own lemonade <laughs> free of charge as opposed to paying the dollar yeah. fifty or two dollars it costs to get the lemonade. And I would do that so often. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's a good that's just Enterprising, you do, yeah. But I, you know, what I used to do when I was um, young and you know um, just starting out, I would go to a restaurant and just order soup, Mm -hmm. you know, like or salad, something like small. And then if they had like a really good bread basket, bonus, you know, because that's like a full meal, you know, that's a full meal. My hack was always whoever I went to dinner with, I would whisper to the waiter, like when I would go to the restroom, I'd be like, "No, it's their birthday." Uh, (laughs) free dessert dessert. free dessert always Uh, free dessert you know what the economy started struggling though and they would ask for your id (laughs) no (laughs) way they do not some places they do i've never seen it happen oh yeah and and now with google now with google i'm like maybe it doesn't happen with you hannah (laughs) they were asking (laughs) lamorne for his id yeah is it your birthday again (laughs) (laughs) 97 years old Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, that's right. It's my unbirthday. <laughs> um I yeah, that there was this place that I used to go that had the best bread <laughs> and really good butter. I'm just sorry, that wasn't even a good story, but <laughs> I'm like thinking about it now. <laughs> Everybody's on that so free bread good. tip right now. We're like, where's that? Oh free my god, bread? where's that free bread? 
Love that free bread. Especially when you go to a place and they're like, it's called like something bakery. But they like have soup and salad and stuff. And you're like, oh, bakery. (laughs) Bake me some bread. Um, I know we're talking about the pilot, but one of the things that people do love about this show that's not introduced in the pilot, it's introduced uh, later on. Uh, Lamorne Um, Morris? Uh, yes, Lamorne Morris. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about me, baby. No, um, um, it's true American, right? And we can we can talk about yeah. that and get into more in depth later in later episodes of this podcast. But true American really brought out some of our audience, where we started to realize <laughs> we had we got a lot of partiers who 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 watch yeah. this show, and they like games. They love oh, games. Yeah. They love playing games. Um, and they, they want more than anything to play this game. They, they want to play True American so bad. And we'll and, and again, in later episodes, we'll, we'll have some more True American-based games. But we, I do want to play a game with the folks that are present today. And that game, because we're dealing with the rom-com and your character uh, loves watching Dirty Dancing, yeah. you know, throughout mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're going to do here is we're going to try to name as many rom-coms as we can. Okay. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're out if you repeat a title, you're out if it takes you longer than five seconds. To, oh my god! To and oh god. this right. is I'm not. Wait, I'm not yeah. good under pressure. Yeah, me so, neither. I don't like. I, I don't get like stress. <laughs> I'm stressed already. And my I'm heart's very beating stressed. fast. <laughs> it kind of feels like true American. I want that the bread rules basket don't make right a lot now. Of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a free bread basket? Uh, I know what you. I know what you two I need are to doing. Stress eat. I know yeah. what you two are doing. You're stalling. <laughs> Why you're thinking of? Why you're thinking of names? <laughs> um, Are we gonna round robin this so we each have to go? Yeah, so we're gonna Clockwise. go. Yeah, we're gonna. I don't know what your screen looks like right now, but we're just gonna go. We're gonna go. Hannah ZD and I'll go last. Okay. Who's Stalin now? I, I'm not going. But you're gonna take okay. all the good ones, and I'm gonna be the one left. <laughs> You're gonna say the all the like classics that exist. Yeah, I'm gonna start naming things that I shot when I was in high school. Okay. <laughs> all right. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's play True American. True American. This week on True American, we're playing Barack and Michelle's romantic comedy date night, and go. When Harry met Sally. All right. Shop around the corner. Desperados. <laughs> it's a Netflix classic. <laughs> uh, sleepless in Seattle. Bringing up baby. When Harry met Sally. I already That's said it. First one you said. You said. Both. You out. You. We gotta start over. We gotta start over. That is a boy I'm thing shocked. to do. That we is such shocked. a boy thing we to do. That was a good round, this. you guys. Good round. <laughs> we gotta start over. That was. And now it's. I think it's, it's over. Harry Hannah and Sally. I won. Uh, yeah, we tied. There's no two. Okay. That's it. Okay. Well, I'll, sh- we both get a milkshake. Why did I? You know what's crazy? As I was saying it, as I was saying it, I was like, I feel like she just said this. That is such a boy anyway. thing to do. I can't even. Explain. You were very confident when you said it too. You're like, when Harry met Sally. When Harry Not met even Sally. like when Harry met Sally. <laughs> what? There wasn't any question to it. You was literally very heard confident. it. Ten I don't watch seconds too many ago. rom coms. I don't watch too many rom coms. Why so did you suggest this game? <laughs> Because it was suggested to me based okay, off okay. of our show. Okay. It makes sense. If you was me, it'd be like, let's name as many like John Wick movies. Here's the thing. <laughs> to be honest with you, I was almost out anyway. So I'm happy to share this win with Zoe as the co-champions. 
Look, um, I was I was actually um, naming uh, screwball comedies, which was the <laughs> preamble to the um, yeah, rom com. Which is the one that you said? What was that movie? I Shop around the corner, bringing up baby. Shop. I've never heard of that. Come on, classic, Shop classic. Guys, watch these movies. They're co- uh, comedy classics, um, but they're like before the rom com was the screwball comedy. It's basically kind of like a similar. Same Zoe, thing, but they call it a screwball. Zoe, this what? movie came out in 1940. So what? <laughs> Jesus. So what? Jesus, Zoe. <laughs> it's the, the corner. It's the foundation of cinema. Bringing a Baby came out even before Shop Around the Corner. Okay? You should have been out first, man. No way. <laughs> Shop Around the no Corner. No way. I'm allowed to. Nobody said you can't name rom-coms that were made in the It's true. Americans, man, the rules are loosey-goosey. That's true. But I'm looking That's at this true. cast. We were all drinking Heisler. <laughs> <laughs> Heisler was the fake beer that we drank. <laughs> oh, my God. Jimmy During... Stewart. I guess Jimmy Stewart is. When Harry met Sally. <laughs> I cannot with you. I can't. I got it. <laughs> Guys, we appreciate One your attendance. Round. We appreciate oh, your attendance and watching us round. play this horrible mm-hmm. round of True American. <laughs> if you have any game suggestions, please let us know in the comments below. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, um, nobody said Dirty Dancing. We've literally just watched the pilot. But that's not a comedy. Is it a comedy? It's not a comedy. Oh, Oh, I was kidding. You know what? Can I just add that that Dirty Dancing, do you guys remember? It wasn't Dirty Dancing originally. It was something else that I would watch over and over again. Um, I, but yeah, it I was it had to be, it had to be something that was in the Fox Library. Was that back? Be- that was that back when the show was called Chicks and Dicks. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, the original title yeah. of the New Girl pilot was Chicks and Dicks. Not that it was going to seriously be called that, but that was the working title while they decided what the permanent name would be. It was yes. problematic for the Google. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chicks and Dicks. Yeah, because other things come happens. up. If Let's you see Google. what happens when you type in chicks. Oh God! Don't chicks. don't, don't do see it. what happens. Don't do it. It's gonna change your whole. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah, the ads that are gonna now start popping up on your computer. I know. Don't Ooh. don't ruin your algorithm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folks, don't do that unless you want to. You know, we don't judge. <laughs> You're not going to learn anything about us that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the reason for your tuning in was that you like New Girl, don't Google Chicks Index. <laughs> um, but it was weird for a while when I had said yes to the show, you know, while we were shooting pilot and before we named it New Girl. Um, they're like, oh, what are you working on? I'm like, oh, I'm shooting a pilot. What's it called? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, really, what's it called? Chicks Index. <laughs> oh. oh 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 yeah she, oh you have she to go slow and really like, like no, emphasize no, 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 it's the not like end, that. which is a weird it's network thing. <laughs> it's network we can't and. do anything weird <laughs> and and is the important word in it forget the chicks forget chicks the and, and. Yeah. and. <laughs> i just want to say that you never know what it's going to be like reliving things from your past that have like such a special place you know, and sitting with your friends that were with you at that time and talking about it. And this has been like the loveliest, you know, Aww. time Aww. together, talking about it, laughing about it. It was great to rewatch the pilot. I 
am so excited that we're going to get to do this. <laughs> I know. It was so it was it was really fun to get to revisit yeah. and it's so fun getting to talk to you guys. I know Aww. and hearing all the stuff that you guys remember. Um oh, yeah. I'm excited, man, that we're doing this. I truly am. But you'll hear more, folks. You'll hear more, folks. This won't be the end of it. We will. Di- <laughs> I hope not. That was it. <laughs> we will dive. And that's it. That's the whole podcast. So one off. Uh, we will be diving <laughs> a lot more into our experiences, the times we had on set, some inside jokes, inside moments, deleted scenes, music choices, and who knows? Maybe Zoe's gonna make a song for us. Probably. Probably. Hey, and also, you know. We're going to make as many of these, you know, so we can pay back for all this expensive uh, podcast equipment and then Mm -hmm. um, possibly (laughs) then. No. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We love you all. We love you. Or at least some of you. Yeah. I will. I'm not going to tell you which ones. Y'all know who y'all are. (laughs) You know who you are. are, But we love you. (laughs) We will see you next time. Or hear episode hear you. two. Or you'll where? hear us. You'll hear Who us. Who shows up? Morning, <laughs> morning, morning. Yes, please, folks, and, and folks out there as well. Um, if you want to send in your attire suggestions for all three of us, <laughs> please let Dress us know what you'd Lamorne. like to see. I will you won't be, posting, be seeing anything. Oh, you're going to post I'll, a picture. I will post, of what I'll you're post a photo of what I'm wearing every okay. time I get a suggestion. Okay, and um, and if you want to send in suggestions of. If you have any questions, um, send mm-hmm. them in. Send them in. And who knows? Yeah, we might pick you, know you to be a, a guest on our show. What's interesting, too, I realize is with all these crazy DMs that uh, come into at least my inbox about this show, um, crazy in a good way, like noticing things that I just never would have noticed. I do know like things like the, you know, how they say there's like a bear. Have you heard that before? A bear in every episode. I've heard that. And it's now interesting rewatching the show because when Damon sings the Dirty Dancing song, he just shouts bear. bear. He goes, there's bears in my house. Yeah. And then he <laughs> shouts bear. And I was like, oh, maybe they're onto something. So I'm going to keep my eye on it now. Yeah. I, uh-huh. That's not something I was aware of. I heard Me that. Either. I heard that. And, and, and looking at the pilot, I didn't realize, but you could also hear it. You know what I mean? It's not just a bear like being seen. It's being heard or talked about or visual. You know what I mean? I know. It's going to be yeah. interesting to it's see if it is in every episode. Show? It's a bear theme show. We're going to find out and we'll show. do some digging to find out the why. Mm. Yes. The, the why. where. That's our true the crime how. part of it. We're going <laughs> to investigate yeah. things for you. Yeah, we're going to investigate. Um, all right, you guys. Cool. Rate and subscribe. <laughs> Give us five stars because we're cute. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one for each of us and one for the two uh, Harry Met Sally references that happen in this show. That's five stars. Bye bye. Math. Bye. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeReader. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week.
you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts 